You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Bridge to You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Monique Russell, where we focus on promoting Black unity worldwide through conversations that help us understand ourselves and each other. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bridge to You podcast. I'm your host, Monique Russell. Today in my guest chair, I have a man of many talents with positivity being one of them. Yes, you heard me right. Positivity is one of his talents. His name, Rob House, affectionately known as Coach Rob. He is a technology enthusiast passionate about using artificial intelligence to maximize human performance and work performance. Let me tell you something, mind, body, and spirit. These are the domains this guy, Rob, he plays in every day, all day. Body-wise, he has produced empowerment media through CampFit, a media series that have been seen by over 200 million homes to address childhood obesity. And then in that whole mind and spirit, Rob, his love for his movement and dance, it shows up as he uplifts everyone on the social media platforms, on LinkedIn, with good vibes and positive jams. I mean, we really get to see him show up in his whole self. This guy is a family man. We actually get to see a peek into the house family karaoke his time, his music, his performance, and his sports with his children. Guys, don't sleep. Rob's work has been celebrated even at the White House. He is the Chief Operating Officer of Scale Through Automation, the host of the Business Empowerment Podcast. Rob, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Wow, Monique, thank you for that. Like you said, on my podcast, I want to take a snippet of what you just said so I can use that. So save me the energy of doing any kind of introduction because that was fantastic thank you seriously <laughs> i'll give you the audio clip you just hit you just hit play <laughs> so rob listen i always like to ask my guests when we first start off if you could choose to be anywhere in the world right now where would you choose to be and why well it would be a beach and you know i would say hawaii sure because we've never been there but honestly, it could be any beach, and we have one that is an hour from us, two hours from us. And uh, being there, something about the beach it brings out the best. Uh, brings out the best feeling, the best thinking, the best relations. There's some pretty nice French fries on the boardwalk there. So it's good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I could totally relate to that because you know I'm from the beautiful islands of the Bahamas. So it's like, get into that water. There's something magical, I think almost spiritual about just being at the water. 
I change it's it. Really refreshing. I change it. I change it from Hawaii, Bahamas. You know what? Done. Like Gotta like do. the podcast is done. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. But Rob, you are so positive. I see you. I mean, we connected online, and you are literally oozing with positivity. And with your background in psychology, I really am curious, like who made you who you are today? You know, we're all impressions of everything we've experienced. We know that. And I look at my my biological father, who I just met when I was turned 33, and we look identical, sound identical. I saw him when the first time I saw him, I knew it was him. I picked him up from the train station, but we're identical, but we're not. Our lives are different because his mother died he found her dead at 13. He went down a life of drugs. He was had no parents, went to foster homes and then was in jail. And then he just had a tough life. Me, my mother, the backbone for me, like right there is a difference. So you ask like, why am I who I am? I really believe it because of my mother and then the environments that she helped put me in, in my grandmother and the environments that they helped put me in. My father, who wasn't my biological, but became my adoptive father, Long story, short story, beautiful guy adopted me. But the environments they put me in, that's why I am who I am. And then I made some good choices. You know, I, I didn't have to get involved in the game plan. And so, you know, making some good choices, surrounding myself with the right people, having a good start, here we are now. Wow, that is incredible, Rob. I mean, I have I have uh, so many curious questions here what was that like when you met your dad your biological dad for the first time like what was that like did you have any ideas about how it should go and did Mm. it did it match up to what you expected in this weird way it did you know I had dreams even when I was younger that something miraculous would happen at age 33 something would happen or something actually not that something would miraculously happen at age 33 but something significant about 33 all my whole life i dreamed about it then i couldn't find out then I, I started studying christianity and i found out that the miracles of christ happened at 33 and then we started our nonprofit at age 33 and then found my biological father at age 33 and so all these significant things were happening so i felt like it came right to alignment with and when i saw him Someone's like, I always knew him. So strange. I never saw the guy ever in my life. I go to pick him up from the train station. I know it's him. He just got a tooth missing, you know, and uh, I think he got it fixed now, but he had a tooth missing at the time. And I was like, dang, what's up? <laughs> it's like first time we both smile, like, go, like, it's <laughs> crazy. But um, I took a long trail here. Did I answer your question? I think I did. Yeah, like you're talking about what it was like, yes, to meet him. And and it did match up with what you expected. I find it so fascinating about the 33, the number 33 and its significance in your life, even the nonprofit, you know, yeah. the, the nonprofit that you started. Unbelievable. Wow, it's just incredible. <laughs> and so now I look at you today and I say, man, this is such a powerful family guy. You literally consistently show your family you give us a peek into your world and you're consistent everywhere and so it's like okay so how is this possible because especially in uh black communities we have statistics 
in terms of absent fathers or um, fathers who aren't able to provide that nurturing support and that feeling, that was not your story. You had a great dad, adopted dad, mm -hmm. and you had a good connection with your biological dad once you met him. Yep. And so how do you feel like those experiences influence how you parent mm -hmm. as a Black father today? Ooh, I feel like, you know, I got the best of everything of the, of the of not of, of not both worlds but multiple worlds. I got the multiple worlds of experiences, which I think is 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 helpful because it broadens your perspective and these different experiences. And I get to have empathy and compassion for people from where they came from and learn from them and how I interacted with them. And so now, as a father, like I, I already know how important it is. I already know how important it is. I know the the stats. I don't know him verbatim, but I know when a father's missing, there's a lot more drugs, there's a lot more jail, there's a lot more, a lot more, okay? And the reason for that is because there's a, there's a lack of balance. And you need that. Now, I don't know what the heck happened if mom was missing. I don't think the stats would be horrible. Like, <laughs> three times is worse, but it, we, we got to be present. And so I knew that. That was easy for me. Um, but being the best version of that, that's what I was, in, I was invested in doing. Because my mother, you know, she did a lot of great things, but it's some things I left for baby boomers to do, you know what I mean? And there's some things that I extracted. So to answer your question, I think, you know, when you take a, a broad, an open mind, you can learn from everything. And that's really what you need to do. Every experience should teach you something mm -hmm. so that you can then use it in the future. And if you're good, like you should be, you should teach that. Get it for yourself and then teach it to someone else. I love that so much. Get it for yourself and then teach it. So mm -hmm. what I'm hearing from you, and it's like you are very intentional about how you choose to be that best expression in your family. And I know a lot of our listeners are also thinking about their families too. And when you said, you know, you choose to take some stuff and you choose to leave some stuff, I want to ask you, what are some of the things that you choose to leave? Mm -hmm. And what are some of the things you choose to keep? Mm. Great question. Oh, great. Number one, I choose to leave. You know, I'm not from the uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. I'm not from that school. You know, I believe that communication is important. Now, there's some instances like I spanked RJ twice, Melville once with my hand because she threw a key at Harmony's eye. I've never spanked Harmony. Um, I was spanked, I was spanked multiple times. I turned out okay. I'm good, right? Um, I didn't like it. I don't like it. Um, I don't like people putting their hands on me or putting aggression towards me. So why am I going to do that? So I'm not going to do something that I don't think works for me. So that I don't do. But I'm glad they did it for me because I need it. <laughs> but uh, what I am taking is my mother is one of the greatest communicators I ever met in my life. And she listens very well. She's very articulate. And she speaks her mind. And that I took with me. And so... Throughout the years, even when I was younger, I, I would speak with a certain kind of confidence and belief in myself because my mother did, you know. Then my father, he's just an, an entertainer. He used to, he sold beer at the baseball games in the hockey stadiums with thousands of people. And one day he started doing the Pee Wee Herman dance. And they all started cheering and they put him on a jumbotron. Then they called him the Earl of Bud and became this icon for the city. And they paid him to come, paid him thousands of dollars to come do appearances. They gave him a, they, when they won that he got a ring he got a ring with no all the, the team they fly him in they had a hall of it's crazy 
So like he's this guy, regular guy, you know, minimum education, maximizes potential, like just maximized it. And so I take that. I take being everything you can possibly be, regardless of whatever you have. Because here's the thing. If you keep being all that you can be, you will become more just by evolution. Mm, be all that you can be. You will become more. Yes. I love that. Your, your dad. I mean, look, the humorous part just came out, you know? <laughs> and, so, and so it's like you take these snippets here and you just smash them all into one space. And now you have Mr. Rob House. Coach Rob House. <laughs> my dad, the Earl of Bud, and my mom, the lawyer. <laughs> listen, and I think that's so important because we pick up so much. Like you said earlier, we are impressions of everything, right? The, our environment, that's what we are. We Everything we've been exposed to. And I know you do a lot of work with the youth, with the young people. And mm. I really want you to share from all of your experience especially dealing with the youth, when it comes to Black youth, what have you observed in terms of that element of humor, communication, you know, really embracing gifts? What have you observed or what have you noticed? Well, kind of very common amongst all of the children and all of the kids pretty much sucked into what people think, you know, really caught up into what the opinions are from social media or what the expectations are and really a lack of confidence in themselves like just confidence is really low because everyone's trying to meet expectations and so you can't have confidence like that and so what we've done is really help our kids figure out what they want to do in life with life by writing it down coming up with an idea and a dream and putting it down on paper the moment they visualize it and write it down and actualize it they've now what is it, 42% now more likely to accomplish it? You know, that's one of the studies. But so you give them the right now, then they can see it. And so just do, taking these steps of visualizing, writing down, and then actually following through. Like, what does that look like? Drawing it out. I'm talking about my camp now, when we had the kids come and writing down their goals and their journals. And mm -hmm. then some of them actually went a little further and kind of built it out and then demonstrated it for everyone. And what that did was that showed you how you can have a thought and become an actual thing. Like it showed you that it's not adults just talking about uh, what you can do, but you seeing your peers and your friends actually and yourself have an idea, have a thought, have a dream, write it down and then go to work on it. So the, so the thing is this, what I see is a lot of distractions. That's been what has sucked away our potential, especially our youth. And so as parents, as leaders, what we can do is be mindful of that. You know, and maybe do what you can to influence better behavior. I don't, mm -hmm. Every environment is different, but be mindful of these influences and even for yourself, okay? Because uh, our trajectory can be headed in a direction that we're unconscious of that winds up being not in our favor. So waking up early is good. <laughs> Listen, I have tried it. Look, I it depends. I fluctuate with the waking up early thing. <laughs> I know what I can get accomplished when I get up early and I get things done, but sometimes yeah. I'm just that night owl. But, <laughs> hey, but Rob, what I really like about what you just said was number one, what is common among all youth, 
um, and not just black youth and what seems to be common, not just among youth, but also among adults, because after all, I mean, this is about our identity and, and building confidence. So the distractions around not embracing negative labels or things that society has placed on you is something that I think is so hard for people to do. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to shake off what uh, society has labeled oh, you man. to be, Mr. Black American Man? That's good. You asked, this is probably the best interview, not even interview, that conversation with real questions. You know, so working on yourself, you know, chiseling yourself, personal development is something that I've been doing since 25, age 25 and 45 now. Good gracious. Yeah. You so young. Like that. Just like that. You just a toddler. Get the milk off. Get the milk off your face. <laughs> it's a difficult thing. It is. Uh, but when you build yourself up, you read the right books and surround yourself with the right people. Like for for example, you know, I'm studying the book of uh, the Four Agreements now. My wife and I were we're walking to that too and listening to it. And the Four Agreements are one: um, be impeccable with your word. Uh, speak words of love, light, energy, and, and integrity. Uh, two: don't take anything personal. This is a big one. It means like, don't be too attached to like the praise or the ridicule, like either one. Cause then you'll just be like flipping back and forth, be intentional and enjoy the praise. Hey, and recognize the ridicule. Oh, you know what I mean? But not attached to it. Huge. That's number two. Number three is don't make any assumptions. I'm working on two and three. I haven't mastered that at all. Now you're going to act like it's happening. But I realized something today. I know how to get back into the mastering seat. I say, because taking things personal was hard for me. Now, for the last few days, I was trying, I was asking God, how do you handle this? Like, what is the right approach? Today, it came to me. The third agreement is don't make any assumptions. See, when you make assumptions, then you automatically assume what's not even necessarily true. You, we make assumptions about what people are saying, but remember, whatever someone's saying is based off wherever they're coming from. It had nothing to do with you. Exactly. I heard something, people's opinion of, is none of your business. People's opinion of you is none of your business. <laughs> I heard that before. So the way I deal with it is now I don't make assumptions. And I've been working on that anyway over the last few years. I didn't know it, but this book really helped put it into perspective. The fourth agreement is do your best. But what I do is I don't make assumptions and I work on myself. And I, that's what I've been doing. And since 2018, I've been doing this three-step process, self-reflection, course correction, and humility. I call it the fulfillment formula. And it's self-reflection, just every day reflecting, sometimes multiple times a day, reflecting on what just happened, you know, introspecting on how I'm thinking, you know, how I'm showing up. And then course correction, make the proper adjustments based off the reflection that you've seen, the introspect that you've just now witnessed. And humility gives you the proper perspective to analyze it with, right? Eventually, Monique, we're going to have a slice of humble pie available for anyone who wants it. They just pay for the shipping. And it comes on your keychain, put on your mirror. I'm going to have a couple slices. Just a reminder, a little slice. So self-reflection, course correction, and humility. These three things. You all heard that, the f- fulfillment formula, okay? I think that's what I'm going to call this episode, the fulfillment formula. Self-reflection, self-correction, and humility. Rob, you are like the ultimate blueprint, walking blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> You are the walking blueprint for the man, but listen, oh my goodness. <laughs> you already know that when you talked about the assumptions, I got to ask you some questions around that. 
Come so on. what assumptions have you made? I mean, this is an area you've been struggling with. What assumptions have you made about Black cultures, Black people, white people, white culture in general? What are some assumptions that you've made and how have you transformed those assumptions? That's good. I didn't know that racism was really, really existed. I knew it was there because I lived in it. I was called names, but I, I think because of my perspective and how I've grown, it kind of went like out of sight, out of mind. And so I assumed that we were moving forward and we were not. I assumed that black people had more of an advantage than they do. I thought we had more. We don't. We can, but we got to start making the right choices and keep doing what we're doing. I was just assuming we were further along than we were. And I think that assumption, like I said, came from because I built myself up um, so much. But I think that's very ignorant. No, and 20, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> no, I, I think I think so. I think you know, but it's good that you can catch yourself. That's what self reflection is about. You know, you you make choices, and sometimes you make choices based off your own experiences. But then take some time to evaluate. That's all. It probably wasn't that big, but I'm, I'm glad that I'm thinking the right way because now. You know, if you have the right thinking, then you can surround yourself with the right people with the right thinking. You can do the right things, you know. Yeah, I would say that. And the other thing about assumptions, we have to make them. They're inevitable. So how about that, huh, Mr. Author? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's interesting that you say that, you know, because when I hear you say you thought that Black people were further off than they were. And I feel like, yeah, we are. Like we are, we have made progress and we are making progress. And I know it's like a, it's a um, very delicate thing because on the one hand, I mean, you know, I think Bob Marley said it, free ourselves from mental slavery. We can free ourselves from mental slavery. It's really a lot in the mind. And I know you are the mind genealogy expert. And so I feel like, you know what, just like what you said, Rob, how you chose to develop yourself, the fulfillment formula that you execute on a daily, daily basis. These are some of the things that we can take out of this conversation and implement to transform the mind, to really look, it's not a denial of the reality of what we are living in, but it's also a reach towards something that is progressive and something mm -hmm. that is going to help us continue to develop as a community. Yes. So I feel like, you know what? Yes. Don't beat up yourself. Be a, be a little bit gentle with yourself yeah, because you know what? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. It, it may not be as bad as you think. Yeah, and it, you know, and that's great. That's a great perspective. And I, that's, I need to hear. And that's what the collective does, you know, because I have a, got my own experiences you know, shaped and impressioned by. And so thank you for your light. Thank you for your light. Now, Rob, you know, I could not have you on this show without asking you to drop some bars. Okay. <laughs> you got to drop some bars, but this is definitely not something that you have done before. You are live on the spot. This is a unique, original for the Bridge to You podcast. All I'm right. Give, I'm going to give you a little bit of time, just maybe like 30 seconds to get yeah. your, your thoughts together. <laughs> the, bridge, the Bridge to You podcast. Yes, we are all about understanding and Black mm -hmm. unity. I wish I could give some bebop for you, but you know, I don't know. No, we got something. Yeah. <laughs> the Bridge to You is unity in the community, huh? Let me put a beat on here. 
How about that? Yes. <laughs> okay. And music is the the way to un- uniting anyway. So yeah, what better way for us to unite? Okay, okay. All right, I got you, I got you, I got you. All right. How we this? We there? You be there. Okay, Bridge to You podcast. Unity in the community. Everybody everywhere. See, the word unity is in the word community. Give me some words. Throw some words out there, Monique. And I'm going to throw them into the flow. Ooh. So as it comes in, I'll hear you and I'll fill it in. Here black we go. culture. Culture, black culture. Uh, people coming in like vultures. Huh? Trying to take a life. Trying to take the light. Trying to turn it off. But we turn it on. We come together. Birds of a feather. We fought together. Every single weather. Hey. Love. Loving you and loving me. The unity and the community. Then you will see it's you and me. Hey, uh, every single day in every single way. That's Reflection. What I Lesson, I'm confessing. It's profession. It's aggression. People's coming. I'm not running. Having fun under the sun. Who's the one? Me and you. One and one. It'll make two. It makes 11. Stay right to heaven. you. Uh, Bridge to you. And what do you do? And what do you see? You see me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was awesome. <laughs> incredible you just took our energy and vibration all the way up you are truly the empowerment artist rob house i think never did that before ever that's never i've never on a podcast never like that hey this is what we're about you know we are unconventional (laughs) thank you so much so now before we begin to kind of close i want to just open up the floor for you what would you like to share with our listeners? You know, love yourself and love somebody else. You know, those are really easy things to think about when we're talking about trying to be be our best selves. Life gets complicated, but let's simplify. Love yourself and love other people. Love yourself means put the right things in your mind, surround yourself with the right people, keep the right thoughts, self-reflect. And um, loving other people is empathy. That's what it is. It's like trying to understand other folks, listening to understand other folks and seeing how you can bring value to other people. You just do those two things. Love yourself and love other people. The world will never be the same. That's right. And so simple, very simple. We are complex creatures. I mean, look, we are building cities on the moon 3D. There's cities right now being built. Yes, and we just landed on Mars. What? I missed that. They're celebrating. A bunch of people celebrating at NASA. Crazy. Wow. What am I saying this for? Because I said we're very complex creatures because we can get to the moon and Mars. But the most beautiful things about life is simple. Love yourself and love other people. That's it. You're you're a great guy, Monique. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, come on. I'm here for all of it. Listen, so Rob, I want you to talk a little bit about your company, your scaling passion and your artificial intelligence, because it's almost like you literally gave us the mental technology to rewire ourselves with this process, the fulfillment formula, and really just choosing to love ourselves and love other people. Like that's a very simple formula. And I love that step-by-step takeaway. So now how does this connect to 
the artificial intelligence that you're doing and using in your business to help other business owners? Oh, this is beautiful. Now, this is where it really gets fun because the impact now increases. Like we have a law firm that just has three employees, one of them being the lawyer, the partner. And then we have an enterprise, 7-Eleven, which is multiple locations. And so the beautiful thing about what we do, though, is that we are impacting the people in those companies and businesses by taking that monotonous, mundane, annoying activities away. Like nobody should be doing something that a robot can do. Like when people are moving applications and putting files and no one should do that. So what we do is we have a three-step process, take care of the people, the process, and then put the right technology in place. So your people, find out where the bottlenecks are, where the headaches, what are the mundane things, remove that. Did you know that a minimum of 30% of what people do can be automated? Like when you work somewhere, 30%, and it's up to like 70 or 80. Really? Yes. And what that means is that you remove the things that, you automate the things that you can, and then that frees them up to do things of more value, frees them up to have more time for themselves. Like our lawyer friend now has more time for his family saving them 40 hours a week, three employees, 40 hours a week. And this, we did this in less than 30 days. So you're talking about an impact. That's when it gets really funky because now you're able to take the headaches and stress away from people. You can help them standardize their processes from end to end, make sure it's straight and there's no broken errors in there. You don't want to automate a broken process. It's like automating a bad habit. You know, you don't want to do that. So do that and then you automate it. And so, the company is called Scale Through Automation. My partner, Wilton and Rogers, and I we started this thing about three years ago. Well, he started it when I came on board like four months later. But we did it because the enterprise world has been doing, using this technology all year for, for, for decades. They've been using it. Um, and it's just been too expensive. But now, as you know, things become dematerialized and more accessible. And here we are. Now, we have this technology, this tool. We can serve mom and pop, Susie. Who got who just selling shoes with, or you got branches of uh, accounting firms all across the globe. It doesn't matter. We're going to help you get your people and your process and your technology together. Wow. Rob, I love the way you break these things down in simple formulas. Like, you know, you got the fulfillment formula, you got the, you got the people process. A technology formula, you keep it real smooth and simple. And so for my listeners, I want to extend a hearty thank you for joining us today and dropping these gems and these nuggets. For those that missed the ones that I feel were really like power standouts, remember, we are impressions of everything. And you can always be more. Once you be more and become more, it's going to impact your life. Our identity and our confidence is something that we tend to struggle with even in early childhood. In mm-hmm. fact, it's one of the biggest things that Coach Rob has shared with us in his work with hundreds and thousands of young people. It's one of the biggest distractors for them to really see and maximize their potential. Oh my God, the formula, the fulfillment formula. He's literally told us how to not automate broken process. Because listen, if we keep repeating the negative thoughts over and over and over, it's just a repeated, scalable, broken system. So what we really need to do is take that system, that fulfillment formula, self-reflect, self-correct, and be humble. Thank you once again, Coach Rob. And if they want to find you, where can they find you? 
Well, thank you, Monique. That's wonderful. Um, LinkedIn is the best place, I tell you. And if you're not on it, you got to get there. It is a place where I'm meeting the most wonderful people, including this wonderful woman across the screen from me here. But you know, I'm also the number one Rob House on Google, by the way. <laughs> Are you the only? No, no, it's like four, five of us. And it's like a, another Rob House out of Atlanta. But I got on, I think I got on the internet like three years earlier than him. <laughs> <laughs> so Google uh, and LinkedIn. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you once again. And for everyone listening, make sure that you give us a five-star review or a five-star rating. And until next time, take care and be well. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to You podcast. Visit clairecommunicationsolutions.com or connect with me on LinkedIn, Monique Russell, or Instagram at clearcommunicationcoach. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.